Hey, y'all. Happy Tuesday to you. Normally, we're doing the news and the headlines and the things that stand out on Mondays. But you know what? Didn't want to this week. Wanted to wait till Tuesday. Yep, sure did. And that's what we're going to do right here. I hope everybody's having a good Tuesday. Uh, mostly, it's because I wanted to make sure that the after effects of celebrating Cinco de Mayo had fully worn off. And now, and now, guess who's sitting in the hot seat right here? Mm-hmm. That's right. It's not hot news, Natalie, as you're accustomed to seeing. Yeah. It is Candice, Queen of the Ethiopians. We have brought her out into the light. I know. It's, it's very strange. Is but, it? I mean, it was the day after Cinco de Mayo. Natalie needed a few days to rest. Understandable. Yeah, exactly. I'm ready to fill in. Yeah, when, when you can't even tell Natalie's eyes are blue anymore because they're so bloodshot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She was down in Orlando. Her, her daughter had a, a cheer competition. So, yeah, anyway, God bless her. They were traveling back. Uh, over in the peanut gallery, we got party foul Steve hanging out. And sitting next to him is the very handsome, very suave and deboner, debonair. Deboner. Yeah, that's a word. <laughs> District 6 representative from the state of Georgia, Chatsworth, Georgia's own, Mr. Jason Ridley. Your Honor. Yes, sir. Thank you for being with us. Of course, Puppet Master Mark, feeling lonely, sitting over there in it's the right captain's chair of St- Studio 22. Ken DC, you should be in front of the camera more often. I disagree. <laughs> this is going to be a rarity. I, I, I think you do great. I think it's good. Thank you. You're smart. I, I think people mm-hmm. people need to know how smart and funny you are. They Thank need you. to follow Appreciate you on it. Instagram. It's great. What's going Appreciate on in the news? There's some people are weird. You know that? Yes, it definitely has been an interesting week. Um, starting with this was a story we found over the weekend, and it's basically. And let me just say, I kind of took a news blackout, right. so I'm kind of learning the news myself and talking about it because this week I was just I was busy and had a lot going on over the weekend, mm-hmm. and so I, and then I Monday morning you wake up and you're like, dang, I did, did I even have a weekend? Yeah. I mean, this prep started at like two pages, and I think we ended up with like a nine-page prep (laughs) sheet. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, a lot of things happen, but one of the top stories that I found interesting was there's a Texas company based out of Murchison, and they're basically manufacturing doomsday shelters. Doomsday shelters. And a lot of the orders that they're coming in with are from Silicon Valley CEOs and executives, and they're shipping them not to Silicon Valley, but to New Zealand, which I thought was really interesting. So... Looking that into that a little bit more. Um, I want one. Right? I just want one to hang out in. Like, we could be right now 11 <laughs> feet below ground, and that'd be the all-new Studio 22. It'd and you cooler. just wouldn't know. It would be cooler. We just have, <laughs> it'd it'd cooler. be a lot cooler than what it is in here today. Yeah, You'd have that's a for slam sure. pack full of whiskey. There would be no room to move around in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it would be, I would, I would hide all the goodies down there. You have to prepare for the end, right? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) but it's funny to me. So they're going to go to New Zealand because the assumption is uh, New Zealand is an enemy to no one. Right. Right. And so they think that it's not a threat of nuclear war. It's not a threat of Mm -hmm. terrorist invasion or or anything like that, which shows you how deceived these people in Silicon Valley (laughs) really are. They don't understand that the West and New Zealand is the West, Mm -hmm. even though it's not the West, it's Western culture. They're going to kill us all, man. <laughs> and these little towns, I mean, they're little tiny towns where these people are flying into. They're just inundated with like airstrips being filled with private jets now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Because these... they're trying to save the climate, of course. Exactly. 
step one, take a yeah. private jet. <laughs> um, but they're going in on investors' visas. So basically, it's you commit to spend at least $3 million into the New Zealand right. economy and fueling the local like businesses businesses and stuff. So they're going to be um, like little hobbit holes is what they're going to be. Exactly. You know, it's like Lord of the Rings. They're just going to have the, they're going to be in the Shire mm -hmm. with all these little uh, rising S bunkers. And close to, they've shipped to uh, close to 40 already over to New Zealand. And so. I, I mean, love this thing. So it has a reputation for natural beauty, easy networking, low key politicians who bike to work and rental prices, half those of the San Francisco Bay area. Um, that's funny to me because now every now you're you got all these San Franciscans that are mm -hmm. going to fly in on their private jets, destroy your uh, environment, and change <laughs> New Zealand. <But> they're <laughs> going to make it a, a Silicon Valley 2.0, right? and they're going to screw it up. And they're actually taking a step against it because New Zealand's government is banning foreigners um, within the coming months from buying houses because yeah. it's just become such a problem. No Americans or any other foreigners are going to be able to purchase property in New Zealand. Oh, boy. I think it's just a fad. Rich people fad, maybe, to go buy. Oh, let's own a place in New Zealand. Like, I'm not even threatened by the nuclear war. I just want, you know. You just want a place I to hang want, out. I just want a place to chill. Isn't, isn't right? that a lot closer to North Korea? <laughs> I mean, No. Theoretically, but no. Just, I mean, I mean you, you typically, if you're going to, you can fly to Australia or New Zealand, you typically have a little layover in Seoul, which is South Korea, and then you'll go down. And so, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Californians are not just screwing up America anymore. Now they're screwing up the whole world. Yeah, it's like, you know what? We, we can't poop on our streets as much anymore. We, like, our streets are full of poop in San Francisco. So let's go to Auckland. <laughs> Crap on them. You know, let's give them some syringes to enjoy. Oh, Silicon Valley. You know, and they talk about cheaper. You realize, so we did two shows last year in San Jose, California. You can't get a hotel room at the dumpiest place in San Jose for less than $600 a night. Silicon Valley. I'm there telling you, know. you man. They're going to screw you up, New Zealand. You better shut the doors, man. But isn't that funny? I guess they're racist against Americans. Right. They you won't let us homes. immigrate. Mm -hmm. They won't let us come in. And we're going to pay $3 million. It's not like we're climbing a border wall in Tijuana. Right. Isn't there something weird about that, though? Like, we'll let you into our country. We'll give you citizenship in exchange for yeah. a multi-million dollar deal. Yeah. Like, you're buying your citizenship. But, no, I'm cool with that. In theory. I mean, yeah. in theory. I mean, we, I mean, we could let all kind of folks come in here. But, yeah. but, but you wouldn't be cool with that because, let's face it, if you had some Saudi terrorist organization with boo coodles of money who came in can they come in and buy their citizenship to the united states it's, well, now it sounds good in theory but but right. no it's it's if you if that's your requirement then just anybody can come in here well i'm not People saying will that be it. the only requirement yeah you got to bring us your poor no bring us your weary your huddle masses oozing with sock drawers full of cash just buried on our tired lands i'm just making poetry up at this point yeah. Anyway, rich. anyway, people in Detroit. Let's talk about that. Yes, that Detroit, was a man. That is really. Uh, it's a just a beautiful, beautiful place. Is it? it is, <laughs> I mean, downtown Detroit is just fantastic. Actually, Detroit, in some ways, is trying to make a comeback. I was just there recently, um, and I had some people who were telling me they're like, "Yeah, we're we're working hard to try to bring it back. You know, cut down mm -hmm. a lot of the. I mean, the drug ridden, but it's still brutal. It's still pretty crazy, and so obviously with. 
they filed for bankruptcy in 2013, and mm-hmm. that led to a lot of, of the police force kind of deciding to move to different cities and different states in order to get better payment. And so that left them with a deficit. And so basically they've taken to hiring these private security companies um, called paramilitary. There's different yeah. different ones. But they are being protected by private companies of over like 6,000 people, um, over 100 businesses, and like everyday citizens are hiring these people because they can't – there's no police to come when you call 911. Just That's right. You can't get a cop, so call right? a mercenary. That's fantastic. I, I love it. You know, I, I feel safe already. But the guy who started this thing, he's got uh, – altogether, he said the company brings in about $2 million a year. Mm-hmm. He said our goal is to create conditions where violence does not occur. <laughs> he began teaching his own brand of self-defense uh, in the early 1990s. Rex Kwando, bow to your sensei. We deter violent criminal behavior uh, by projecting strength so our vehicles have – all white strobe lights. Our mm-hmm. vehicles are black and chrome. I think that's going to definitely cut down on crime. And we if run you around see... pulling up people's pants. <laughs> if you see a, a vehicle with strobe lights, I mean, yeah. that's serious. I mean, that's legit. That's what <laughs> disco breaks out in Detroit. It'd be like the, the what is it? The, uh, golly, what is that? Oh, what's the name of that band from way back from Detroit? Anyway, anyway, anyway. So, I mean, uh, I mean, I guess you got to get protection somewhere. You know, because weren't there like no go zones where like yes, police officers still at some point wouldn't pretty report. much are, you right. know, Detroit's brutal, man. I mean, if you go just pull up, I defy you go out there and pull up some aerial vi- visuals of Detroit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a burned out shell of a town in a lot of places. And it's a shame. It the really Tiger is. Stadium's nice. I went, huh? there, I went to the Tiger Stadium there before last. It was nice. Yeah. Steve's one of those guys that goes to the tourist areas and tell you how great. The city is. The city is. Hey, well, I mean, it's like if you're on Beale Street in Memphis, you're reasonably safe, but take one block over, and it's going to be a different. I will go in the unsafe parts. (laughs) I've done it, man. I fell asleep, quote unquote, fell asleep in Memphis years ago and left my hotel door standing wide open. (laughs) Found that next morning at 9 a.m. That's always fun. And I was like, how's my butthole? Am I safe? Am I good? <laughs> did I did I get the Memphis special? Your morning checklist just going down. I like, am I good? Am I still a virgin? I think I am. Okay. <laughs> Do you hear about that cruise ship, the Scientology cruise ship? Like I didn't know that Scientologists did vacation packages, right? It's, I'm, you know, it's a uh, it's a specific brand of vacation, but a vacation nonetheless. You know. <laughs> Um, the branch of Scientology, I think this is considered the Sea Org. So if you ever watch that documentary, Going Clear, this is kind of like the elite of the elite in the Scientology. But they Okay, are, so this is like John Travolta and Tom Cruise. And, yeah, okay. sort of. Um, and so they're on this, I think it's called a boat called the Free Winds. Free Winds, And yeah. they were off the coast of St. So Lucia. They have their, so the Church of Scientology, they have, that's their flagship. So mm-hmm. basically they have their own little cruise line. Yeah. And you go in there and you get the spiritual training that's so intense that the cruise director director encourages passengers to go ashore because it looks weird when a ship docks and no one gets off. And they're booking for the 2020 season. So. Yeah, look, look, bro. Y'all look weird no matter what. So, I mean, y'all are thinking aliens are going to invade the planet at any point. So I was going to say the quarantine shouldn't bother them at all because yeah, they're all in there together anyway until they all talk themselves into not having the measles. Right. Once again, 
a place that started Scientology started in California. Mm-hmm. Once again, <laughs> California, man. They got a boat. They Sail travel. over to New Zealand. <laughs> Take the measles with you, man. But that's the deal. There's 300, 300 passengers on this thing, and they they reported to be on board or allowed on shore. St. Lucia Coast Guard Sergeant Victor Theodore told NBC News that the ship involved is called the Free Winds. We thought it prudent that we quarantined the ship so no one was allowed to leave the ship. That guy's going to wind up dead. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Tom Cruise is going to get a hold of him. Yeah, the country's chief medical officer. They're going to pull a MI6 on him. Yep. Um, they, the ship's doctor has confirmed case in isolation. So they got mm-hmm. the measles. Yeah. But they say at the same time, um, the journey is the pinnacle of a deeply spiritual journey. And um, it is the most significant spiritual accomplishment of a lifetime and brings with it the full realization of, of his immortality. immortality. Yeah. He's on some serious Timothy Leary LSD is what he's on. Mm-hmm. I mean, these people are dropping acid. I mean, they're they got they're just dropping acid. For the price the, of a cruise ticket, yeah, you yeah. can too. I mean, these people are really getting in touch with themselves. And, you know, I don't know, man. They got the measles. And this measles thing. And I go ahead, send me the anti-vax thing. I don't care. 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 You're wrong, but I don't care. Um, I'm not going to get on that soapbox again. You can watch last week's episodes on this whole thing. Speaking of measles, Nancy Pelosi transition yeah is worried that trump won't respect the election results i'm so sick mm-hmm. of hearing this crap i mean it's like stolen elections you know hillary was on yesterday talking about you know they stole the election from her and stacy abrams out of georgia you can speak to that ridley hey, you know saying that the, the election was stolen from her when brian kemp won the governorship and it's just dumb so it sounds like they're all of those are the ones they have a problem with the election so they can't accept it well that's my thing okay so Y'all flipped the House. Uh, the Democrats flipped the House no, in Georgia. No, not in our county. And, and, uh, no, it, we're still good right now. Uh, it's getting closer. But what Stacey Abrams done was she w- she wouldn't uh, succeed. So come along, rock along. It kept on going for a couple weeks on. They were trying to wait on the, the some uh, absentee ballots and stuff to get in from over across uh, out of country or something other. But when she finally did, what she really didn't, but when she did, she figured out the 11% of African-American women and 18% of American African uh, men did not vote for her. Mm-hmm. That's when she finally succeeded, um, which now she's resorted to threaten people in the House that don't vote for bills that she wants to run somebody against them. I love her. She's such a sweetheart. She is. She's the grandma you always wanted. Yeah. That chick. I, anyway. But so that's what, you know, so... <sighs> They're saying here's the deal. They, 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 you know, their thing is trying to bypass the system we use for electing the president by signing into an agreement um, onto an agreement to undermine their own state's voters and cast their electoral ballots for whomever wins the so-called national popular vote. So mm-hmm. obviously on the presidential election, they, they've already proposed it. They want to get rid of the Electoral College. That's exactly. Which means New York City and Los Angeles will control the fate of the country's leadership mm-hmm. because that's just where the population bases are. Exactly. So crazy. So what happens like years from now when we have other elections and it might not go the way a certain group likes? Can't they just claim that there was collusion or interference and kind of just like dissuade people from believing the legitimacy of it? The thing that gets me is you remember when Hillary Clinton accused Donald Trump back during the campaigns and during the election. And she said, I just don't think he's going to honor the results of mm-hmm. the, you know, and she even, they even asked him on the debate stage. She said, you know, he, she said, are you going to honor the results of the election? He said, well, we'll see. I mean, no one does. Everybody wants, if it's close, they want a recount. Right. 
everybody's going to challenge it. I mean, that's just like somebody goes to court and gets convicted and called guilty. They're going to appeal it. You know, that's the American process. We can do that. We can demand a recount. We can look at things like that. But at some point in time, it just gets stupid. It gets ridiculous. And so mm-hmm. what have we seen for the last two and a half years? Hillary Clinton fighting the results of the election. Hillary Clinton talking about how it, it was stolen from her. No, 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 no. It's because you idiots out in Hollywood, like Alec Baldwin, want to call us uh, flyover Americans. He, he did that in an interview last week. Mm-hmm. We're flyover Americans. You know, and he says, and even then, the, the guy tried to give him an out. He was like, now, when you refer to flyover Americans, that can be a little insulting. He's like, well, you know what I mean. And, and then he went and doubled down on the insult and just really pushed it even further of how, well, I, you know, we live in Hollywood. We live in this world. We don't, we don't even, we don't even think about, you know, we never thought about the show, The Apprentice. It was like a second rate show because we all knew Donald Trump and we all knew it was a joke. You know, it was a second rate show with a second rate host. And, and we, if, you know, if you knew what we knew, it's all one big joke. So he doubled down on calling us ignorant, basically. Mm-hmm. And I still say, what you going to do with this economy? What are you going to do with this economy? I mean, my God, Hillary Clinton's on TV the other day talking about still, still saying that this ain't Donald Trump's economy. At what point in time do you give the man any credit whatsoever? <laughs> I mean, are you telling me? <sighs> this is where I want to get white man angry right here, Candace. There you go. You know? I mean, you have to. But, like, do you think it's going to last up until, like, oh, the November God, election yes. of 2020? Like, it's not going to stop. We're in trouble. Yeah. But here's the thing. If this economy stays strong. So we, I had dinner the other night uh, with Larry Reed, who's one of the top economists, one of the smartest people on the planet, um, out in Tucson, Arizona. And I, I, I asked Larry, I said, how long can this economy stay strong? Mm-hmm. And he is one of the, he's a guy. I mean, I trust his opinion on the thing. He said, mm. he goes, probably another year and a half, probably another year and a half. But that's how economies work, yeah. right? <clears throat> now, we've also heard people like Obama, who's no economist whatsoever, say that, well, unless you've got a magic wand, how are you going to create more jobs? So, and Trump came out and did it. Apparently, he pulled that magic wand right out of Obama's rear end because that's where it was stuck. So, you know, Trump comes out there and does that. GDP is great. You know, I love that. Um, what's his name? Um, Hickenlooper couldn't even remember mm-hmm. what GDP stood for. It's a tough and thing so, to remember, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, gross demographic production. I, idiot. Quit running for president. So, I mean, that's as bad as, is you know, um, Rick Perry couldn't remember the three divisions of you know the department government of secretary yeah that he wanted to get rid of secretary of energy well we need to get rid of the department of energy and, and now he's the secretary <laughs> of energy it's hilarious to me <sighs> anyway so yeah they're going to keep doing it mm-hmm. of course they're going to keep doing it because they got to get something out there because those flyover americans are going to keep voting and thank god for the electoral college what you got really oh i was just saying um I thought so you, you just give me the thumbs back up. Time, back to the, <laughs> we used to have the old county unit system. You had a county manager. Yeah. So like say in Georgia, for example, um, in California, you got the same kind of thing happening. Here you got some where these big cities are overriding the rural areas. So used to with the old uh, county unit system, every county voted, they were counted for one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, that I've heard, I hear talk of that coming and starting to come back in play where there's not the big metro areas that's dominating the whole states. Yeah. Uh, so I hear that coming back. Well, we'll see. I mean, the bottom line is they just want to get rid of Trump. That's all they care about. They they, they have no grounds to impeach him. So they have to delegitimize his presidency by saying, well, he stole the election. Um, 
uh, you know, it, it's it's just dumb. She said he would poison the public mind. He would challenge each of the races. He would say, you can't seat these people. She added, we had to win. Imagine if we hadn't won. Oh, don't even imagine. So, I, whatever. Be electable. Hey, that's a great idea. Just be electable. Nancy Pelosi's a nut. Maxine Waters is a nut. Why do you keep putting these people in office? Why are y'all voting people like Steve Cohen in in Memphis? Why Why do you keep the guy going to eat fried chicken right there uh, on the on the Senate hearing floor? Why Why are y'all going to keep – these guys are irrational. They're crazy. They're morons. I don't care if you're on the left or the right. If you're a moron, we got plenty of them on the right. Morons. Why do we keep putting them in office? I believe in term limits. I wish we had them, man. I, I love the fact that y'all got to run every two years. I love it in the state of Georgia. Ridley, I, I love you. you'll get a run because you got to keep it close to the people. That's right. For the people, by the people, voice of the people. Keep them there. Yeah. Fly over Americans. Anyway. What else is going on in the world here? Broward's deputy. I don't want to talk about that fool. Well, he's, he's doubling down on that thing. Yeah. He still says it was right to not do anything during the Parkland shooting. And it was in compliance with the uh, actor, active shooter policy, he yeah. says. Like nothing that he did was out of you know what the they realms. needed in mm. Parkland? They needed that uh, mercenary group. They needed that security force. That they, the Viper One oh, no. force that they got in Detroit is what they needed. Send in a few badasses. Some people that's with balls. People with balls. I, I mean, I, that's it's a sad, sad deal. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Look, I, I, I've, I've proposed an idea, and I was willing to raise the money for, for the salary in my community and say, okay, I'll take one school and raise the money for a salary, an annual salary. Let's put some of these people who have training in those schools. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of people off duty. You got a lot of people who are ex-military. I mean, we we got people who come through this studio now. They, these guys have incredible military training. They're smart. They're wise. And and I say, get them set up. Put them in these schools, man. I've I've said for one, I was like, I'll raise, I'll, I'll take a school and I'll raise an annual salary for one of them. And make sure that, and so let's put it on there. Send these guys in here. These jackasses like that sheriff. I can't stand that guy. Anyway. And it's worth a shot because, I mean, you you never know. And yeah. everybody we've had through here, they're so giving back to their community. Like, they want to give back to their community. And it's, yeah, just try it. Speaking of measles, <clears throat> Joe Biden, mm-hmm. he doesn't have a health care plan. He doesn't. No. He's a front runner. A lot of them don't have exact plans or a set forth path that they want to take for the election. They're saying that the voters need to tell them what they need and that they'll kind of be a chameleon candidate. Yeah. And Beto that. said that mm-hmm. Obama said that back in the day, mm-hmm. he was going to be a black. I don't know. That, does Trump have a plan yet? No. And I don't, well, I and, no. And I, and I was going to call that out because let's face it, the rigged election that Hillary lost, <laughs> they were so convinced she was going to win that in eight years, the right could not come up with a health care plan to overthrow the ACA, overthrow Obamacare. They didn't have anything. Now, to repeal it was one thing. That's what we wanted. But there was nothing. It was, it was going to be a vacuum chamber because there was nothing in there. It was going to be a void. They had nothing to replace it with because they were so convinced they wouldn't be able to get rid of it because mm-hmm. they knew Hillary was going to win the thing. So in eight years, they came up with zero plan. Which in the Georgia House, whenever we were doing <clears throat> uh, working on some Medicare stuff, the Georgia Democrats called the Obama plan the highest insurance in existence. Yeah. But then whenever but they want to do Medicare expansion, mm-hmm. do Medicare for all. Um, but you know, that's the things don't make sense. Another thing about Joe Biden, I want to see how far left and no white man can go. 
Um. <laughs> I don't know that he's fully capable. I, 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 you know, I think he's already peaked in his campaign. He peaked last week with the one speech. It was so low energy. Now, it was a very American speech. The words were great. You, Trump could have given the same speech. Same speech. Very pro-America. Uh, and you know what? And he's already on the downward downward graph. Mm-hmm. It, it's just not, it's not there. People don't care about Joe Biden. If Joe Biden was relevant, he would have ran in 2016 instead of Hillary Clinton. But she was the heir apparent because it was freaking rigged. If you don't believe the election was rigged, let me tell you something. You want to talk about rigging elections and stealing elections. Donna Brazil, who is not a conservative person at all, said that she wouldn't even walk by her windows because she was scared after the whole process of, of announcing that the DNC was bankrupt and Hillary Clinton's campaign bought it. Bailed them out with like $4 million. She was going. And so in order to do that, Bernie had to disappear. Donna Brazil had to call Bernie Sanders on the phone and say, you're out, Bernie. Well, that's not part of the process. I don't understand. Well, you're out, Bernie, unless you look. Hillary is the one. She's the one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, could she win the election? That's all I want to know. Could she win the election? Yes. Guaranteed she's going to win the election. Okay, then I'll throw my support behind her, and we'll go to Cuba. This is this. That's what happened. That's what happened. And then, so Bernie got ousted, and Bernie will get ousted again mm-hmm. on this because he's scary to the Democrats. They don't like him. He's weird. He's not American. He's not. I mean, the guy's a Russian. I mean, you want to talk about <laughs> Russian collusion, and you want to about the the president being on the phone with Putin last week and saying, okay, we had a conversation. We, we made some lighthearted comments about the whole Russian hoax. Uh, Putin said, well, it was a mountain that became a mouse. Started out a mountain and became a mouse. And so, but you're going to support Bernie Sanders who honeymooned in Russia. Honeymooned in Russia. Running around in his tidy whities Having underwear parties, drinking vodka, getting mm-hmm. s- s- hammered drunk, and trust me, I've been to Russia. They they start drinking at six a.m. I've seen them do it. And here's Bernie; he's hanging out having a party. Oh, it's not Cuba, but it's Moscow. And so, really, that what you want? No, they don't want that. He's he's crazy. He's out. He's not going to make it. And Joe Biden's not going to make it either. Mm-hmm. Just not going to make it. But he doesn't have a plan. Biden. Keeps trying to get out of politics, according to him. But, you know, they keep reeling him back in. Mm Got to have all the American people. They need me. The American people. Stop sniffing butts, man. And it's kind of going on the platform of self-sacrifice. Like, he doesn't want to do it, but he's going to do it for the American people. And going (sighs) off of what you had said earlier with, you know, Trump has yet to kind of roll out an official 2020 platform. But I think, you know, that needs to happen sooner than later because, I mean, if you were here on election night between Ted Cruz and Beto O'Rourke, for a second there, things kind of got scary. And Mm -hmm. up until maybe two or three weeks before the actual election, I didn't see Ted Cruz ads anywhere on running on TV until maybe a week or two before the election. So that was a little close call. Well, it was. It was close. But you're right. Like Biden, Biden's sacrificing it, just like Beto, Bob Frank, Bobby Francis, O'Rourke said. You know, when they ask him, "Why are you only giving three percent to charity of your mm-hmm. income to charity?" He said, "Well, I give myself." Yeah. You know, well, thanks. And that is thanks, Bobby. More than enough. Yeah. To charity. And so, South Carolina, Biden spoke about Medicare with the buy-in program. He declined to point to a specific bill. He said in Iowa City last week, "I don't have time. 
I don't want to keep you standing any longer. Okay. <laughs> so, again, remember, folks, the left, and especially Biden, they've repeatedly stressed that health care is a human right, um, and it's not a human right. It's not. Um, it's not. Health care is not a right. It's not. Uh, anyway, so they got no plan. We have no plan. Who knows? We're all going to die. But you know what? We're going to die in New Zealand in an 11-foot deep bunker. That's mm-hmm. what we're going to do. Yeah. And mine's going to be surrounded by Viper Force mercenaries because no one, no one is getting to me. And and what's going to happen? You know what's going to finally take me out, Candace? What? Measles. Probably. Measles. Probably. Because I'm going to go bunker. over on the Scientology boat. And I'm going to get to New Zealand. I'm going to go down in my bunker. They won't even know I'm dead down there. They won't hear from me. Viper Force, you know, they'll just keep replacing guards. And then 25 years, they'll be like, we haven't heard from that SOB in forever. <laughs> and they're going, to, they're going to find my dead body. And they're going to realize that I died in the first six weeks mm. from measles. I mean, if you're going to go on a cruise ship, why not go on a Scientology cruise ship? Just for the pure with the, stories. With the, with the, I want to have the spiritual experience. Yeah. Who does it? LSD. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, these people are crazy. I'll have what they're having. They're in there licking frogs, man. I mean, eating mushrooms and licking frogs, these people. Trying to get to immortality. So who wouldn't want I mean, that, I'm already right? there. I'm going to, it's going to be me and Jesus in the bunker. That's I knew it. it. That was the Just dynamic me trio. And Viper Force outside. And Greater help. is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Well, you know who's in the world? My Viper Force crew, my mercenaries on holiday in Auckland, New Zealand from Detroit. Yeah. I don't right. believe you're immortal. Uh, you're four years older than I am. Oh, my God. And look at me and look at you. I, know, I look good. <laughs> Woo-ha! Who wants to go on a Scientology cruise? See if we can discover some intense immortality. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what else we got? Did you see the ones where the F-bombs, the kids in fifth grade, were doing the star test, the state-mandated star test in yes. Texas? Yeah. And they found F-bombs on the <laughs> test? Look, Ma's party time. A bunch of fifth graders yeah. discovered F-bombs in the reading portion of the, <laughs> of the test, and it was embedded in images of a graffiti park. Um, wow. And I, but they make all kinds of different versions of the test. Apparently, there's like six or seven, so that cheating is kind of discouraged. But, yeah. I mean, they didn't, you, edit. They, didn't, they didn't really proofread that one. No, you don't have to. That's what the test is about. Just, the kids exactly. are catching the mistakes, yeah. right? Well, if you want reading comprehension, folks, take the star test in Texas. And next week, your kids will be making money as capitalists by charging uh, $5 to the other kids on the playground and teaching them how to use cuss words. There you go. <laughs> I'm telling you, capitalism at work. There you go. The, Brought the, to you by the Texas Department of Education. Which has apologized and ensured an issue like this will never occur again. Yeah. Until well, next year. Well, it's already occurred. Now my kid won't got, stop acting like a Tourette's person screaming the F-bomb because he got it on the star test. I was say, now you can blame it on the school and not, Yeah. you know. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. responsibility for your that's teaching what I'm kids cuss do. words. Standardized I thought, testing. I thought all mine had a cuss. Uh, well, <laughs> and if you're looking for Alex Jones or Milo or Louis Farrakhan on uh, Facebook, they're gone. People always ask me, like, why have I never been banned on Facebook? Because I'm not crazy. I'm not a radical. I'm not a mm. flamethrower. I mean, I just have fun with things, and, and I play by the rules. I, I, know, I know that most folks out there think that, oh, we're wild and crazy. We do all this stuff. No, we just play by the rules. I mean, we, we it, 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 there's a way to do social media. Exactly. And let's face it. These guys have pushed the envelope, pushed the envelope, pushed the envelope. They have. You don't threaten other people. Yeah. And. Yeah, so I, think I mean, I'm the one against the threats. But, yeah. you know, you had that lady 
who two years ago she came out and this kind of resurfaced the the Congress lady, senator, whatever she was, where was she from? Who said that Trump? Somebody need to assassinate Donald Trump. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why isn't she banned from Facebook? She put it on her Facebook. Why isn't she banned? That that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I, I can look. I, I got a list of people that need to be banned. I got a block list about 600 <laughs> long of people that can't get to me because they're, they're. I've received all kind of threats over the years. Mm-hmm. You know, which I mean, I feel like on the smaller scale, like those would be plausible threats that you should focus Report. on exactly yeah. as opposed to to these guys but i completely understand like their messaging i mean mm-hmm. but it is a touchy subject you start silencing some voices it and- is like i don't think they should have kicked lewis farrakhan off of facebook okay i don't agree with lewis farrakhan right right i don't like the guy i don't agree with a single word that's ever come out i mean he's an anti-semite mm-hmm. these guys and look i i understand that Milo said some crazy things, Alex Jones, and I like Paul Joseph Watson, actually. I mm-hmm. like Paul Watson a lot. Uh, he got retweeted by the president. And Laura Loomer, I mean, she, I don't know how Laura, she's always in the thick of this stuff. And, I mean, it's not, she does crazy stuff, but it's not like hate speech, you know? Right. I don't. I just don't get it. And so you're just basically going to jump on those people that you disagree with. And I felt like they had to throw Louis Farrakhan in there just to kind of, okay, well, we're going to keep this even. playing field evil, even because we're mm-hmm. going to take this crazy far leftist. Did you see the video last week that came out of Maxine Waters just going over hugging Louis Farrakhan? And just, oh, no. Oh, I yeah, they're just hugging that. on each other like they, you know, at the family reunion. And, mm. uh, yeah, idiots. You want to know what somebody believes? Look at who they hang out with. That's who, a very telling sign. Or like you said before, like um, their children, how their children interact with them is a good sign of. Yeah. And, and I don't like it. I, I think that, look, <clears throat> here's the thing. If I say something you don't like, you have the ability to not watch or listen, mm-hmm. period. Okay? Um, I understand that Facebook is a quote-unquote private company, but it's also a publicly traded company. So mm-hmm. you get into a really sticky, slippery thing here. Yes, we do agree to terms and, and things like that whenever we agree to get on a Facebook platform or Twitter or Instagram, whatever it may be. However, however, um, those those things again. You're deciding what is hate speech and what is not. Mm-hmm. I, I've never heard Paul Joseph Watson engage in hate speech. I could be wrong. I mean, you can prove me wrong. I find his videos quite entertaining. How these guys come out and creatively expose the idiocy that that's out there. So I enjoy him. Alex Jones. I never watched Alex Jones. I mean, I, I, every now and then I'll see a little clip or something where he's losing his freaking mind. I'm afraid <laughs> the guy's going to have a heart attack at yeah. any given time. <laughs> But, you know, but here's the thing. You know what? Within hours of being banned on Facebook, I saw a video live stream video of Alex Jones right there on Facebook mm-hmm. because guess what? It's like playing whack-a-mole. You knock them down, they're just going to pop up in another hole because you just create another Facebook account. Exactly. Same with, like, YouTube, you know? Like, yeah. the original creator will delete the video, but it's already been downloaded by several hundred other people and re-uploaded and recut, and and those things never die out. They never right. go away. Just like me, if you're watching this video and it's on a page on YouTube called Nothing's Impossible, stop watching that page yeah. because our legal is going to, they're going to pull the entire page. I told these people to pull it down and they just keep posting mine, John Miller stuff. And I don't like you, even though you're trying to help. I don't like you. From China. And that ban like spread over to Instagram as well because Facebook owns Instagram. So yep. I wonder, and I think Alex Jones is already banned from Twitter. Yeah, he's been banned from Twitter. Yeah, so. and, and Paul Joseph Watson's still a Prison Planet at Prison Planet. He's still on Twitter. Um, but um, he's banned on Instagram. Mm-hmm. He didn't post anything that was crazy or controversial. Just, you know, his yeah. cute little British face 
but they're there. all interconnected. All these tech companies kind of have similar board members. So it's like just a domino effect, basically. Do you see where Teen Vogue in an op-ed piece says why sex work is real work? It defends yes. prostitution. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, is, it's work. It is. it is work for some, maybe. Defense some trading sex for money. Others. You know, whenever Trump came out and did the whole deal about um, banning what it was, the stuff on Backpage and and Craigslist and stuff and all those things, and all the feminist groups came out and they were protesting that because they were like, how dare you? Mm-hmm hurt a woman's right to work <laughs> from being a prostitute no they just give hugs and kisses yeah dollars. tell that to bob craft <laughs> <laughs> tell that to bob craft because i promise you he wasn't going in that shop for hugs and kisses <laughs> oh my gosh anyway this is dumb 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 this this is how stupid the world is yeah so there's nothing wrong there was also one um earlier in the week that I saw from Refinery 21, and it was basically um, one of their writers went to a climate change therapy group. Okay, that's the thing? Yes. Like you need therapy? Yes, and so it was a group of other people. It was a three-step program on how you could combat personally climate change and be able to deal with it (laughs) in your everyday lives because waking up each day is getting harder and harder. Oh, sweet Lord. Wouldn't you agree? Waking up I'm every day. I'm getting a bunker in New Zealand. Yeah. Waking up well, every so day is a trial. Here. <laughs> I know. That's why it's so warm in Studio 22 because of climate change. We are personally experiencing the effects of climate change exactly. just in I this room. The climate, as soon as we turn the fans off in order to record, the climate changes. Yeah. There you go. But we put big fans up all over Texas. We got those those big old turbines. That's how, that's how hot it is in Texas. We put fans outside. <laughs> we go have whiskey therapy after... That's the therapy I enjoy right there. It's party time, Mom. Cheers. Party time, Mom. (laughs) Party time, Mom. No, these people are crazy. They're like those ecosexuals. We talked about them. Mm -hmm. These people that want to make love to the earth. Hmm. I'll just let that silence hang right there and leave y'all with the gravity of what that means. People are screwing the earth. Up. They're not not saying it'll work, but they're saying it's worth a shot. I guess, man. I guess. What was this deal? Lap dances, rap videos, deception. Pharma execs guilty of racketeering and first opioid epidemic conviction. Yeah, so they're uh, researching John Kapoor, which I believe is how you pronounce his last name, basically getting kickbacks for prescribing and pushing these pain meds. That's that's always going on, hasn't it? To get doctors to overprescribe opioids, they Mm -hmm. gave them lap dances. They produced a rap video glamorizing higher doses of the drugs, reward salespeople for selling higher dose medications. And now facing over 20 years in prison. That's a way to go. So it's kind of, you know, the first step of Trump trying to track crack down on the opioid it's a bad deal i mean people take it for granted i i I don't know you know it doesn't get the attention that i think it should get but like this there is an opioid crisis i mean it's a bad deal Mm -hmm. these folks are dying i mean these kids are dying and uh, people are addicted on all the it's it's just rough rough deal so i say crack down on them i mean uh, uh, what was the one big uh, oxycodone yeah Mm -hmm. after seven years they're patent runs out so you can make generics so about the seventh year that they're the same one that own narcan oh. yeah, Norcan, which, yeah and as that's the stuff that saves you yeah if yeah. you have an opioid overdose yeah mm-hmm. so the company that makes the problem causing 
they may, may, they make the remedy the as well. Exactly. Yeah, welcome, Big Pharma. Yeah. I, and I, I truly, like, okay, so we do have a health a healthcare issue in this country. I do heavily blame Big Pharma in many, many ways. You know, Jay and I will de- debate this every now and then. But, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, healthcare costs are expensive because, let's face it, these, these companies invest billions of dollars in research and, and, and getting these things out on the market. That's why medications in healthcare is, tends to be so expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, and you take the insurance companies and then you take the pharma and all this stuff. I mean, healthcare costs are ridiculous. I mean, just ridiculous. And God help. I mean, if you're out there without some form of private insurance or you're not on Medicare or you're not, you know, getting some state funded help or something like that, you're, you're in a mess. I mean, I just can't imagine living without some form of healthcare you know, provision that's out there. And I know it's harder and harder for people to get. It's expensive. And, and you know, yeah. So I, something needs to be done. It, it really does. It's a bad situation. So I, I think they're all bad guys. I really do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you got to hear me when I tell you that you can't trust the general population of a country of 335 million people to provide your health care for you. Something needs to happen. It's ridiculous that health care costs are what they are. It's ridiculous that they are. I mean, they're going to run you through a body scanner right here, and then all of a sudden you're going to get a bill for $40,000? Mm-hmm. Ignorance. I mean, it's just dumb. They cut my guts out last year. I had to go in there. Mark, they did so many fun things to me, man, with tubes sticking in holes where I don't, I don't think those tubes are supposed to go and pumping me full of stuff that I was supposed to hold in, and, and, and I couldn't really <laughs> hold it in. It was painful. and I mean, but. yeah, I know, Steve. Steve had to hold my hand a lot of times. Yep. Putting tubes up there and running fluids in there, and you got to yeah, it's like like a got to have a plunger on the toilet, man, just trying to get everything going, and then they got to cut your guts out and reattach them and all that stuff. I don't know, man. Was it cost me two quarter million dollars for them to take a foot of my gut out? That's ridiculous. Pretty, pretty extensive. Work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's bad news. That's why I like my boy Mike Day. You know, Navy SEAL Mike Day got shot 27 times. One of those bullets landed in his butt, and and it migrated up to his stomach muscle. And they just put him in the back of the Suburban, laid the truck down, cut him open, and fished it out of there. Now he wears that bullet around his neck on a necklace. Crazy, Mark Powell. There was no wait time there. Where's Mark Powell? Mark Powell. (laughs) Forget it. Cousin. Forget it. Anyway, Mark Tate. I was thinking about my buddy Mark Powell. Did you watch the... He'll be in Burleson tomorrow. Western backpackers. We're going to finish on this one. All right. Bubonic plague, that's still in existence? Yeah, in Mongolia. In Mongolia. They're I've been to Mongolia. <laughs> they don't vaccinate in Mongolia. So this is close to the Russian frontier again. It is, yeah. Yeah. Collusion. Collusion. <laughs> and so um, I think they're looking at a whole 21 days in complete isolation, trying to wait it out, I guess. I don't really know how you wait out the bubonic plague. I don't backpack. That's why. That's, yeah, number see, one reason. it's a hazard. Did you see those people that went in backpacking and they, they or hiking and they were wearing their flip-flops and, and the whole thing and they had to get rescued because they got in there and they didn't have the adequate clothing or footwear or anything. And so people had to go in there and, and actually extricate them from the mountain. That seems like a good idea. Stupid. People. Just in sandals. Mark Tate. Stupid. 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 Puppet master. Anyway. Yeah, first pictures of the Western tourists trapped in a city under lockdown due to a deadly outbreak of bubonic plague. You know, bubonic plague, that's killed a lot of people in the uh, in the uh, Black Death, too. That was, How does that, uh, yeah. you know, come back? I know. Well, <laughs> How does measles come back? <laughs> you know, uh, 
ring around the rosy, pocket full of posies. Mm-hmm. That's from the that's from the Black Plague. Exactly. So the bubonic plague because they felt like if you would um, take those and breathe through them, whatever, it would help filter through the whole thing. That and it stunk because there was so much dead in the whole thing, and you know, ashes, ashes. We all fall down because they burn the bodies, and the ashes would be, God. you know, the people's bodies in the sky, and and they thought they thought it was. Um, they, several things. They thought it was the rats carrying it, but it, and it sort of was. It was the fleas on the rats. Mm. So they'd get off and they'd bite you and is in that in the open sewage. And like on the ships, right? The rats would be aboard the ships and mm-hmm. then the ships would dock and it would just spread more and more. Yep. Now it's, so anyway. Now it's just a plane ride away, right? Oh, well. Just not as kind of scary. Oh, it's in Mongolia. I've been there. I've been there. Um, I don't want to go backpacking. Yeah. So they're... American, Dutch, German, Swedish, Swiss, mm-hmm. South Korean tourists. They're marooned. And they're kind marooned. of barred. There's, they're in an area where there's about 28,000 other um, people, but they have to be quarantined to a local hotel for their safety. So. Stay there, man. Yeah. Don't be coming back with no black death, okay? <laughs> we don't need another plague, but I'm vaxxed, so what else? They can send them a bunker in Mongolia. <laughs> That's exactly right. So this company, it, we're going to get those people on the show, aren't we? Yes, Rising, rising S, S people. Yeah, I'm fascinated by this Rising S company. This, this, the, those are the people that build the bunkers and they're sending them yeah. to New Zealand. Did you talk to them? Yes, I was cool? able. Oh yeah, definitely. They make other stuff. They, they make, make like, a bank. Yeah, like they make um, safe rooms, gun safes, just like a variety of stuff. But right Do now, they want to sponsor a podcast. <laughs> We can definitely look into that. I mean, That's we are open to that. Awesome. We can do that from inside a bunker. <laughs> we could, we the could, new set man. could be a bunker. I'm fast rising S, and they're in Murchison, Texas. Mm-hmm. I love them. Bunker 22. Bunker 22. That's right. We'll be the only ones broadcasting after the apocalypse. The exactly. zombies will be banging on the door. Viper <laughs> One be up there shooting them, and you know what I say, do is we're just gonna we're gonna surround. We're going to surround our bunker mm-hmm. on the surface level. We're going to surround it with backward-facing treadmills. And we're going to turn them on high speed. So when the zombies try to run up on the treadmills, whoop, they just zip right back off. They can never get to us. <laughs> See, I'm a thinker. And you're just going to be held up with a bunch of whiskey bottles in the That's in the right. Cycle. Look, in that whiskey, I got corn. I got wheat. I got hops. Not hops, but I got, I got some uh, malted barley. I got some... Yeah, I got all the nutritious stuff. Balanced diet. Ain't got to be gluten-free here. <laughs> Not in Bunker 22. No way. Mom, if you come to Bunker 22, it's party time. Trust me. No, it's just going to be me and Jesus down there. Won't yeah. be Jade. Jade will already be a zombie. I'm going to toss her out and make sure she gets bitten right off first day. That's love. My Jade has a lot of creature comforts, and I just don't think she can make it through the apocalypse. Now, the problem uh-huh. is she'll survive. And I'll have to listen to it, right? Oh, no. Yeah, I know. It's because she left her good bag back at the house. And, and you know, <laughs> and half-eaten people are living in there now. And so not I, the know, right shoes. Exactly. Don't have the right shoes. And I'm like, you know, no, baby. Now nah, I probably do need her around. She's a nurse. But she doesn't like the sight of blood, and she can't handle vomit. I'm going to do a lot of that. Oh, my gosh. How does how well, does she do that? Uh, she, she can deal with it on the job. I mean, she I, I say that. Uh-huh. She doesn't want to deal with mine. Oh, well, you know what yeah, I'm saying? I don't want to. She doesn't want to deal with mine. Jade, Jade sees and puts it up with a lot, but I. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Steve, do you even remember Saturday night? Yes, I was there. You were there. We I were all there. there. Chris Kyle there. Memorial Benefit, Stockyards, Fort Worth, huge yeah. turnout, and then there was Steve. Yeah. Mm. You always know when Steve's been drinking. That hat's been a great like time. No, shut up. <laughs> I did not do that at the benefit. Yes, I you waited did. till after. 
Okay. You did too. Thirsty Armadillo. I seen you. We hit Nile City, Thirsty Armadillo. <laughs> we did everything you could do in the stockyards. We did Billy Bob's. I remember going to those places. Do you remember leaving those places? Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, party time, Mom. Thank God for Uber. Stay horned. <laughs> All right. What else? Anything else? I think that about covered it. I love y'all. Yeah. God bless you, Candice. I love you. Thank you. You're one of my favorite humans. You know, when Candice came around, they were like, "Do you like Candice as a Candice as a as an EP for your show?" And I was like, "Well, I don't I don't know her, but I trust your judgment. I wouldn't trade you for all the bunkers in New Zealand. Thank I you. wouldn't. You're Appreciate not going it. anywhere. I'm right up there with the Doomsday Bunker. Do not. Okay. Be sending your resume out anywhere. I won't. You're with me now. Okay. Forever. Okay. <laughs> And she looks good. Y'all tell her. Y'all comment. And y'all tell her uh, how good she looks in front of the camera. No, Look at her. I, yeah. So sweet and so innocent and just fun to have around. She's Thank you. Smart. Follow her on Instagram. And uh, is Can- Candace with an I? Yes. And underscore Ortiz. Two underscores and then Ortiz. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go follow her. Yeah. Anyway. Double. Puppet Master, you good? I'm great. All right. Party foul. Great. Ridley. Keep I'm on good. governing Georgia. Okay. Hey, son. Hey, why don't you run for governor over there when Kemp's done? How many How many, How many? many terms can a governor have well, over there? So well, there's two problems. One of them, we've never had a bald governor, um, which I might be able to use that for a platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then number two, um, I kind of like being the man in the rear with the gear and the bag Whoa. of tricks. I don't hey. like being out front and getting shot at. So uh, I like helping a man that wants to run out front. I love it. Mm. All right, playboy. Keep on doing it. All right. For the Studio 22 crew, we'll be back with you again uh, right here tomorrow. Same bat channel, same bat time. I love y'all. God bless. Bye.